this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Amnesia. Tree meat. Oh, don't call that psychic hotline. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology television show, Monsters, and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. Joining me at the table, Matt Rose, <laughs> and via Skype and technology through the intertubes, Jen Hansen. Yay! So good to see both of you back at it and in action. Great to see you guys. Today's episode is called Cocoon. If this is your first time joining us, we need to tell you, Anthology Horror is a television show where every episode tells a different scary story. And today is no, no exception. exception. Today's no exception. Uh, Monster has been given the given the goods, and this is episode twenty, Cocoon. Jesus. Yep. It is customary around these parts that we guess what this episode is about based on title alone. Oh. Wow. We call it the Dark Side Guess. Who would like to go first? Who wants to make a Wilford Brimley joke? I do. Oh, That's what I've got. <laughs> Cocoon. A bunch of old farts go swimming and get all horny for each other's wrinkles. I'll go. The end. <laughs> I'll go. Hi, I'm Wilford Brimley for Quaker Oats. My dick don't work. Maybe this pool will fix it. Hey, look, I'm a butterfly. Thank you, Andy Warhol. <laughs> yep. Nailed it. Okay. All right. Uh, Hollywood, 1985. On the set of a major motion picture, there has been a murder. Now it's up to four Hollywood legends and Steve Gutenberg to solve the death <laughs> of the crimes before the killer strikes again. Very I think nice. Matt's the closest. I think Matt wins. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, hit us up with them. Sweet deets. Sweet deets. Uh, it's interesting. This episode is... Listed on IMDb and on uh, everything else as Cocoon, but when the title screen came up, it was called The Cocoon. Huh. So I don't. So it's either called Cocoon or The Cocoon. I guess it's not interesting. <laughs> uh, this is season one, episode twenty. This episode aired April 29th, nineteen eighty nine. Guys, this episode is almost exactly thirty years old today. Jeez, nearly as old as three feet high and rising. <laughs> <laughs> God, and it doesn't feel a—it feels just as fresh as it did then. I'm sure. Mm. Well, I mean, if the Red Shoe Diaries doesn't feel a moment uh, older than 1992, <laughs> uh, if you are listening to this with small children, why? Uh, but also, uh, this is a very sensual, sexy sex episode. So uh, uh, get ready well, for that sibilance all yeah. episode it, long. It was written oh, by our oh, good friend, our Edith good friend, Svensson. Edith, yes. Here's the description of the episode from IMDb. IMDb. A cop asks his psychic girlfriend to help a beautiful amnesiac remember who she is. Turns out she's a woman who feeds on the life energies of her lovers to maintain eternal youth. I could have just left that whole last sentence out. Spoiler alert. 
episode was directed by John Gray. He is the creator of The Ghost Whisperer. Oh, no Holy way. crap. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this show was an inspiration for it. I don't know. I've never seen The Ghost <laughs> Whisperer. Entirely a possibility. I assume that this is what The Ghost Whisperer is about. That yeah, that's a... that show where they interview people in line and then use what they said in line. No, to... Ghost yep. Whisperer was the Jennifer Love Hewitt show. Oh, okay. At least I thought that's what it was. Yeah, it is. It is. What's the uh, crossing you're th- over? You're thinking, yeah, you're thinking I'm thinking crossing, crossing over. over John yeah. Edwards, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was thinking crossing to Lancey. Uh, he also wrote uh, the 2004 television movie Helter Skelter. No way. This oh. episode was written by the sensual Edith Swenson Ooh. in her in her prime. We can uh, only hope that we're going to talk to her later. Well, we'll have to see if she shows up. Uh, she is a seasoned television writer responsible for the sexiest episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, Silviana Gallardo played uh, Sarah, the psychic. Uh, she was actually married to her co-star, Billy Drogo. No way. That was actually his wife? Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, she was in Death Wish 2. She was in A Walk in the Clouds. She died at age 58. Oh, my so, gosh. Oh, yeah. That's really sad. Uh, Madeline, the, uh, uh, Madeline, the, uh, the sexy amnesiac, uh, was played by Kim. Johnson Ulrich, she was on Passions for 10 years. Holy seven, shit. 719 episodes. Jesus. Boy. Insanity. You think we've been podcasting for a while? See you in 719 episodes. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. I'll see you. I, I know, Matt. Yeah. I guess I'll <laughs> see you in 119 episodes. Billy Drago played Richard. Uh, Billy Drago's birth name is William Burroughs. Not that William Burroughs. <laughs> the other William Burroughs. <laughs> but just good to know he wasn't born as Billy Drago. Yeah. Uh, he's he, sounds, played... he sounds like a villain. Like a, like a villain. Like a well, Bond. He bat. plays right. one of my and favorite villains. He oh, he was on Untouchables. The, in the Untouchables. Yeah, he was such a yep. great villain in that. Yeah. Your uh, friend. He cried like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was in The Untouchables. Yeah, tons of villains. He was in the 2006 version of The Hills Have Eyes. He was in several episodes of Charmed. He was also, I don't know why this made me laugh so much, but if you're looking for villains, look no further than him play him in the movie Soccer Dog the Movie playing the dog catcher. <laughs> Because of course he was the of dog catcher. Of course he was. You look at that guy and you're like, oh, that's a dog catcher. Yeah. Yeah, no. I... Soccer dog, the movie. And finally, Eric Holland played the doctor. Uh, Eric Holland was in Stargate. He was in Titanic. He was the fire commissioner in Ghostbusters 2. He was oh also in gosh. Maniac Cop. So William he is Lustig. a working character actor. He is a working character actor like so many of our friends who have graced the screen of this anthology horror television show. Uh. Honey, it's family hour. There must be something. Candied critters. Oh, look, it's Monsters, our favorite show. Shh, it's starting. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. <laughs> oh, that was, whatever we said was so sensual, it just made Alexa go off. <laughs> I'm ready to come. 
Hmm, I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> so the door from the dark side swings open. open, and we are at an office building machine. Yes, <laughs> an office building dressed up as a hospital. Yep, it's got a bleep machine, guys. So it's a hospital. Yeah, it, it got. It's my third note of oh geez, it's a Swenson. Yeah, <laughs> though I will admit. In this movie, I actually did like the music. I thought the music was effective. Okay. I don't remember it because I was so turned on, so heated up by yep. the rest of what I'm I, seeing on the steamy screen. I couldn't think through this raging boner I had the whole episode. Because <laughs> a couple seconds in, I get to see exposed arm. <laughs> Ooh, this, yeah, you got this to see episode a has hand. a love scene. That might be the most explicit. I feel like we may have seen in. Well, it, okay, except, so except for the unaired "Tales from the Dark Side" episode. That's right. Because right. I I mentioned to Matt when he was watching it, like I don't remember this many blowjobs on TV. Yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. But apparently, we'll get there. Let's uh build up that. Let's end. not blow our watch. Yeah. Yet. Can we edge ourselves there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, all right, so this doctor has never seen anything like this woman. She In 25 years of medicine. have survived this accident. And she was, this is she one was, of my favorite details getting thrown in from this maniac cop. <laughs> that beautiful Lamborghini. 75 miles per hour into a truck. What is this accent that he is doing? I, <laughs> what? Somebody explain Billy Drago to me. Is that just his it's, voice? I think it might just be his voice. Yes. I, I, yeah. I, I have never heard him talk different than than that. how he talks. It's like almost like a Creole thing. So I guess we would have to watch Soccer Dog the movie to I truly, guess that, yeah, this... to truly get. Because I'm pretty sure that aside from the dog, he is the star of that movie. <laughs> I feel like Soccer Dog the movie might leave us with more questions than answers but we can try it i don't know that's what the sequel's for jen soccer, yeah, soccer dog soccer, movie, the movie the, the sequel yeah soccer dog goes nuts <laughs> <laughs> i will watch both of them uh so she had uh she's a miracle this... she's a miracle she had no id she no credit cards no credit cards. pocket knives and lint Five thousand dollars in cash and a bunch of diamonds. Yes. And a checkbook. And a checkbook <laughs> with no address. And the bank doesn't have an address. It's a P no, that's not how banks work. That's banks. Not how checks work. But okay. I have yeah. six hundred and twenty five thousand dollars written in the ledger. This yeah. is how it's gonna be. Oh, there was there was multiple large amounts in in that ledger. It was to a so, PO box though, so so based on this conversation that the doctor is having, we're led to believe that the uh, that Billy uh, Drago is a cop of some kind because he is telling uh, the doctor is telling him, look, we're not comfortable having her here in this hospital. I'm not sure. Why. I'm not sure why. I don't yeah. know why. And I'm like, well, I guess it's time to call Dr. P.I. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Billy Drago's role is, but I thought he was a doctor at first because they're giving all yeah. this medical information. I just right. wrote, is this guy a detective? Then then I was like, he must be a PI because he's going to figure out who this girl is. Now, if the this doc is why 
this is exactly why we ended up with HIPAA because of stuff like yep. this. Because doctors <laughs> would just run their mouths to any Anybody private investigator listen, that showed up. Janitor, yeah. yeah. This. So, go ahead. So they can't. They're trying to figure out who this woman is, but then at some point we know her name. So I don't know how her name was discovered. Um, her name to me was discovered in the third act. I did not hear them say Madeline until literally the third act, but I could be wrong and maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Um, but f- originally they just called her Mrs. Westcott. Yeah. So where do they get the Westcott? That's, 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 that's what, Oh, uh, the check book. I, I don't okay, maybe maybe it was in the maybe the it was in the yeah. checkbook. I, I, I don't know. know, but all I know is this: this episode was darker than the Battle of Winterfell. <laughs> <laughs> it was accurate. So can't find out information about this woman. So obviously, it's time to call in the psychic. Smash cut to his apartment, I guess. A house, and it's another episode of it takes a psychic. <laughs> So she she is taking a much more scientific approach than I thought, where she's like, did you check all the databases? Did you check missing persons? Did you check Interpol? And he's like, I checked them all. She's not in there. Um, she she doesn't, doesn't exist. seem like she wants to flash her psychic powers. Yeah, it, like I she get the impression. about using the psychic yeah. stuff for police work. I so, get the impression that she doesn't want to do this. And she even says, I don't take money for this. So this is the confusing part. This is one of the confusing parts about this episode. Because it is established later, even though the description already blew it, that they are seeing each other. Hmm? Ish. Ish. Mm -hmm. They are, at at worst, friends with benefits. Mm -hmm. Probably just, you know, close friends (laughs) who... But that's Fuck. what friends with benefits is, but um, so it seems like no, based no, no. They're in a situation. Conversation. They're in. A, they're in a situation where they are acquaintances. They know each other. They also have sex with each other. Yeah, I don't know. If there's got to be a phrase for it. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> but they it absolutely. Seems like she is. They know more each other. Him. Yeah, they know each other, yeah. and he will and put they his. They have penis. coitus. They will. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. I know you want to get this out. I heard yeah. you try to get it out five times. I just, sometimes, <laughs> occasionally. Uh-huh. His, He's doing it. He's doing it. He puts, puts his, his penis, penis inside her. Inside her. Continue. It <laughs> so it's as if their friendship has this extra thing. Yeah. Some his penis. Right. <laughs> Some might call it's, it like a value add. Friends with I, penis. I call it, yeah. Friendship with value add. Friendship avec value add. Right. It's a real plus plus. Friendship yes. plus. That's friendship what I want. Uh, call I would it. call friendship it friendship plus. diamond medallion status. Correct. Right. You've right. earned enough frequent flyer points to put your penis inside of me. You get to board a little earlier. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why it's I okay. really wanted to drag it's, that joke out. It's okay. No, it's it okay. needed to be said. All of it. <laughs> did it though <laughs> anyway. so. so she seems to be very into him he seems yes. to be maybe manipulating this a little bit yes well you, uh, he does say something in a little bit 
that makes me think he's hedging his bets. Well, I don't know. He does say that she has a very spatial gift. <laughs> That's right, he does. He doesn't say she has a special, special gift. gift. He says she has a <laughs> spatial <laughs> gift. I'm glad that I'm glad that someone else caught someone mispronouncing a word. Look, for someone who does it so often as I do, <laughs> I delight when other people mispronounce. Game knows game. Game recognize game. Game recognize game. Oh, I was such a mom when I was like, game knows game. <laughs> game recognize game, mom. God, get it together. God, get our room. <laughs> uh, so he telling- We're going to be friends plus. <laughs> So he is he is trying to get the psychic to go visit Madeline to do a, a reading or whatever. Um, and he's saying, you know, this could be our chance. She's got a lot of money. Uh, this could be a chance to change our lives. We could spend all of our time yeah, together. I, well, what he says is I could quit the force and we could spend all of our time together. And I just wrote, who is this going to benefit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, like I'm. Even though she's really into you, the thought of you retiring and just being around all the time probably not that appealing. Yeah, should have to look at your face, dude. No, like it's absence that makes the heart grow fonder. Right. Not I'm not always looking like Skeletor. <laughs> right. Not you having the walking farts down the hallway in a pair of boxer briefs with holes in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and i i also I, I love that he when he's trying to convince her to do this he's talking about how much he cares for her and then he says but because matt i know that you've had to go through management training stuff before and, and jen i don't know if you have but that one of the things they tell you is don't say but because it invalidates everything, everything you've said, said before, before. Yes. Yep. <laughs> i love you so much i care about you but <laughs> just do this one thing it might kill you i don't know yeah he's great please use your spatial gift <laughs> and just figure out what's going on with this fucking hottie but uh but this is actually where i wrote that i i like the music for this episode uh because they're using synth but they're also using real instruments it was i liked it uh so now we get to the hospital yep and madeline is awake and she says, so you're the psychic. Where do we begin? <laughs> no, no, Jen. Uh, dial it back about 50%. Deliver the lines like you are made of wood. So you're the psychic. Where do we begin? More like wood. <laughs> Tree meat. <laughs> Ring, ring. Uh, yeah, you're at forest. You're at forestry talk. Yeah, I just had a quick question about tree meat. Yeah, I heard my friend use the term tree meat. I don't know what that is. Uh huh. Yeah, no, that's a that's a common that's a common question. So, you know how trees they got like they got like an inside part and they got an outside part. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The inside part is the meat, and sometimes you also call that wood. 
Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Are you making fun of me? Look, I have I have a lot of friend pluses over here. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just walking here. <laughs> um, uh, it might be a stilted delivery. A little, it's it's a little, a little stilted. A little stiff. A little stiff. But, but I, she's beautiful. But she I is, love. She is a very pretty woman. I yeah. love full makeup ER. That is my favorite thing <laughs> in the whole wide world. Who's crimping her hair? <laughs> I was just like, she has a full mall bang side yeah. crimp. Yeah, like wasn't wasn't she like in a coma recently? Yeah. Well, that doesn't impact her ability to nineties hair it up. Yeah. 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 Uh, so and I believe that's the act that, break. That guys. is the act break, yes. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Tree meat. In a town that takes soccer seriously. Soccer is war! And the weak will drop by the sideline. One team yeah! is in need of serious help. We need a miracle. They need soccer dogs. Oh! Let's get this dog a uniform. Thank you! I love it! Great footwork. Wants to pick up some cement balls. Columbia TriStar Home Video introduces Sucker Dog, the movie. Huh? Lincoln's missing. See this ransom money? Take a good look at it. Because this is all the money that you're not going to get. He's a different breed of action hero. In a movie where winning isn't everything. But at least we made the spread, you know? But it sure is the... Sucker Dog, the movie. You have to stay focused. Are you focused? Are you focused with me, Mickey? I'm sorry, Nancy. God, how did they get the specials on the soundtrack? <laughs> how did they get the Aquabats to ever agree? <laughs> they didn't win the soccer game. They didn't move the ball. Oh, <laughs> shit. Chris Christopherson, you're here. They they didn't defend the goal. <laughs> they, uh, they let a dog headbutt a ball into the goal. <laughs> they let a dog play soccer. It's got, it's got too many feet. It's illegal. But I I would have thought that you would have approved of a dog yeah, doing more things. I would have being... thought you would have approved of this. Well, they didn't get married. Oh, that's true. They didn't get married. I want to see dogs do things, but I also care very deeply for the laws of soccer. <laughs> I forgot. The laws of man's sport. I, oh, I forgot what a soccer head you are. Oh, yeah, Pele. <laughs> Thanks. Also, thank you for calling it soccer, just so us dumb Americans uh, uh, understand what sport it yeah, is. Yeah, I would, I would call it football, but then, you know. He gets confused with the other one that's like a, a football. What do you think of that sport? It's okay. The ball doesn't look like a foot, and I want to bark at it. <laughs> if a dog were to play that sport, how, what would you think? I think that's going to be a nice win. <laughs> Quick question about Air Bud. Mm. <laughs> 
Sorry, I sat on my balls. No further questions. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, next. <laughs> Thank oh, you. guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Next. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande fan. <laughs> I call her Arian Grand. <laughs> <sighs> and we're back. So, uh, Madeline, Madeline is, is explaining that uh, in a very, like, film noir sensual way, yes. that she's lost something of life or death importance and she needs... It's it's not just being not being able to remember something about her mother or her childhood. It's not knowing who she is. Right. I love this setup. I love this conceit because they it's do not s- bad. They do set up the amnesia in the beginning of the episode. And here it is mm-hmm. kind of paying off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this part. Yeah. And, and Sarah's there. She's there to help in any way she can. She grabs. Uh, Madeline's hand. Madeline's kind of snotty to her. She holds out her hand and she's like, this is how we do it, right? Like, yeah. All right, bitch. Yeah. Hey, take it easy. Yeah. I we thought you, I thought you with amnesia. You still I thought you had total amnesia. Yeah. We ain't friends plus yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Though I thought so, for I thought for a while in the third act that that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. That they were going to friends yeah. plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so. We got the meats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, for some reason, I wrote crack the code of my mind because <laughs> it just felt like something shitty someone would say in this episode. She, that she sounds like a Johnny hand. Mnemonic like, yeah. phrase. Or oh, something, well, but. no, because that's what it was. When she hands her, gives her hand over, I was expecting it to be like, Quaid, Quaid open right. your mind. Um, so she holds her hand, nothing, drops the hand. Uh, How about this pocketbook? Yeah, ho- hold her wallet, hold the wallet, the wallet that has the money, nothing. nothing. We get it, you want the money, Money, dude. Jesus Calm Christ, down. Billy Drago. Yeah. Um, you're, you're real thirsty right now, yeah. Billy Drago. <laughs> hey, hey, Drago, <laughs> the thirst is real. <laughs> <laughs> you thirsty, bitch. <laughs> so just... She walks over to like the the table by the bedside and brushes against the comb. There's a comb, and that's what we hear. And we are suddenly transported to a West Egg champagne party. <laughs> oh, everybody's there! Why look? If it isn't James Topping Hat <laughs> and and his lady. Good look. news, ladies. He's single. <laughs> Why, if it, if it isn't Matilda Flapper, man of the Zeppelin flown, fortune flown. She made her fortune and flown. The the one hundred percent asbestos line lead pipe suitable to eat. Six more jokes, Matt. Six more jokes. Come do, on, do, go 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 go. Flown over the airport <laughs> when she arrived. From a gallivant in Europe. Close enough, close enough, yeah. <laughs> close enough. No, 
Oh, you saw my nose bleeding? Because <laughs> I was writing those awesome jokes so hard. It was just so dense. It was like six jokes in one. Oh, so. it was flown. <laughs> <laughs> she touches this hair piece and she's like. <laughs> she sees she sees her. She's Madeline in a flapper costume. Yeah. Uh, then she Drinking also champagne. sees. And a guy, a guy in a fancy tuxedo. But then cut to him zombified in a cocoon. Is that later or is that part of that first cut? Uh, it's it was not part of the first cut. I don't think it's. Or she like picks it up again. Cut. I think it's the second one that she sees the husk of a man. I think it's the second one. You know, (laughs) the rotting husk of a man. Like, you know. What happens to men after they get married? Am I right? Can we talk about it? Can we? I was forced to go to Bed Bath and Beyond. Me? Why anybody shops here? And I just. Why won't you pick out some sheets with me? I just wanted a coffee. This guy's like, I'll take a venti frappa mocha holocino. Hey, I thought I was in a. I thought I was in America. There's nowhere to park anywhere. I'm sad and lonely. People leave me. I have no friend pluses. I guarantee you that if you see me on Tinder tonight, you're swiping the other way. Anyway, that's my time. (laughs) Thank you. That's my time. That was a tight one, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) And now with our sermon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we we cut to their uh, the couple is back at home, the psychic and the cop, Um, and she has found a book. About this Malcolm character. Malcolm Reinhardt. The Strange Case of Malcolm Reinhardt. 1917. Uh, And she knows that... uh, That... That this this chick killed him 40 years before. She did something bad to him, yeah. Yes. And what what I loved about this scene was that he immediately dismisses her and goes, impossible, when three minutes earlier he brought a psychic to a hospital to help an amnesiac. <laughs> Billy yeah, Drago's... I do not like the vibes that this dude is putting out at oh, all. No, and he does some things in 10 seconds. Like when he's mm-hmm. talking to his would-be girlfriend, he then calls another woman sexy. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't do it. Just don't do it, man. Billy Drago is so useless yeah. in this episode. It's so he's so useless that he decides to go back to the hospital. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. he he makes her use the comb again. Um but we don't see what ha- that, that just kind of falls off. And then yeah, he goes back to Madeline's room. Um, and he starts talking about his girlfriend like she's a fucking primed water pump. And he's like, you just have to keep working her until you get some good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my girlfriend. Well, I wouldn't call her my girlfriend. She's just a friend plus. 
And, uh, a friend neutral, really. I mean, sure. I can make her squirt. So what? So what what? And let me just tell you what. She might be psychic, but she never saw that coming. Oh, me. I'm Billy Drago, human piece of garbage. So, um, what's your story? Well, I put the scene in because I wanted to make sure the symbolism was there. Edith! Hey, everybody. Hooray. It's me, Edith Swenson. We're so happy you're here, Edith. I wanted to make sure that people knew this was a sexy episode, so that's why I put all the sex in it and all the look, and I put in sexy Billy Drago. I wrote him into the script. The director said, no, you don't put in the name of the man. And I said, don't you tell me what is sex. <laughs> So, you know, I had them talk to each other and look at each other in the face. And then they gave each other the eyebrows like, oh, yeah, you like it? And he's like, oh, yeah, you want to see a little bit? And she's like, I have legs. So, Edith, yeah. the way that, how did you write it? Because the way that it was filmed was they start making out. Yeah, I wrote it because I remember this one time the boy came over with uh, a bunch of magazine subscriptions for me and I was wearing a bathrobe and then my knee slipped out a little bit and I said, hey, do you like to see my knee? And he said, ma'am, please, I'm only 24 years old. <laughs> and then I said, hey, let's let's talk lovemaking. Oh, you gave him a real friend plus? I did. Now he is... Uh, he is my cabana boy, but I don't have a cabana. So the he break just sits in my tub. <laughs> so Edith, the breakdown is hardcore makeout. Yeah. And then the illusion of fingering. Yep. Yep. And they then... wouldn't let me put that on the screen. Let me tell you, in the script, it was all spelled out very explicitly in black and white. I drew pictures. I wrote a little diagram. Like, you know, when they do the diagram of the feats for dance moves, it was like that, but it was like finger, dot, 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 puss. Finger, (laughs) dot, 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 puss. Mm -hmm. And there'd be like a little curve to the line so he could get a little angle in there. And you got to sort of, you know, you got to know how to, you know, you got to know when to hold it and when to fold it. You know what I'm saying? And get in those folds. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that's right. So here's, so are you upset because they, they cut it short and then we have some chest kissing on uh, from the um, from Meredith Madeline, Madeline. <laughs> Meredith I'm never gonna get these names right <laughs> uh, to Billy Drago and Billy Drago puts his hand on, on her, her head and then just pushes it and on it, it, it then does a soft cut into just sens- sensual lovemaking. <laughs> Yeah, this whole scene was kind of a disappointment, Matt, I have to say, because I was I was off to the side of the screen. I don't know where the chest kissing came from. And I just said, push her head down, push her head down into your penis, push it more. Just tell her she doesn't know. The actress was apparently a virgin and she didn't know what she was doing out there. And I was like, just just put it in her face. She's going to figure it out like a, like a new kitten on a teat. Yep. You put a kitten on a teat, it figures it out. Yeah. I, I anyway, mean, at that point, it's a survival instinct, right? It's that's right. You gotta, you know, you gotta, um, you gotta lean if you're gonna clean. I have one last question. Um, why all the hand sucking? 
Yeah, there was. Oh, hands are the penis of the body of the top. <laughs> hands are the penis of the body of the top. Yeah, you know, you don't have a penis on the top, but if you look for the thing on the top that looks most like a penis, you look at fingers, and fingers are sort of like, it's like you got a bunch of penises on your hand, but you can write with them. I guess I never thought about it like that. Yeah, that's why I paid big bucks to me. Uh, Thank you, Edith. Thank you, Edith. Oh, thank you. I'll see you again soon. I'm sure I wrote something else in this show. I promise, probably. Okay, enjoy sex. At this point in this in this sex scene, I wrote, I have a feeling someone's throwing ropes by the end of this episode. <laughs> I wrote Even this would I wrote that this would have been a 13-year-old Matt hot pick. Oh, yeah, this would have been please don't let my parents see me watching this episode. Totally. Yeah, it would be embarrassing to have somebody walk into this because it is it's like it's as close as you're going to get if you don't have Skinamax right. or CBC or CBC or, or some way to access adult material mm-hmm. in the late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have a jammed channel that you're. Yeah. That you're like, I think I see a boob. I think. I, uh, well, or it's good enough. I just wrote down. Can you fuck like that in the hospital? No. No, no you're still in the hospital. You're still in you're the still hospital. You're still hooked up to the beep machine. Yeah, and they have like windows in the doors. So like right. they're gonna they're gonna see No, and, and they're, gonna see they're acting like they're on a king bed. Right. Yeah, no, those those those, those things are like singles one. at best. Yeah, they right. fit they fit <laughs> one. Yeah. When I'm on a hill rom bed, <laughs> definitely am not thinking, oh, you know what I want to do on this? Make Fuck. love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do uh, so, it with lots of caressing and slow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and oh, it, I want to take was, my time, right, and have a real sensual lovemaking sesh. Yeah. It, it, there's there's a part where he's on his back and she starts kissing him from above, and I just wrote, "Oh yeah, he's kissed another live human before." Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely isn't making a bologna sandwich on her face. <laughs> so so the love scene is mercifully ended uh and now the psychic comes back he has already left so the psychic fortunately does not have to see this so she shows up creeps in the room walks up to madeline says who are you and grabs her ear yeah or hair or something and that's when we get cleopatra all these costume changes the queen of england mozart uh marie antoinette (laughs) goofy (laughs) gorsh (laughs) this bitch has been around yeah no she's she's had a life that pussy be dusty yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh and that's uh that's it for this act. Oh shit. We'll be back well, with wait. more. Wait, she what? she grabs her. She wakes up, grabs her and I think says like what? <laughs> it's like it, it was weird. She grabbed her, looks at her, says something and that's act break. Again. Well, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. If you have love questions, call Psychic Talk for a free reading and get the answers you need. Does your husband know you're having an affair? 
Oh, my God. How did you know? She recently went on a trip, didn't she? Yes, a business trip. That was no business trip. Uh, she went on a romantic vacation with someone she was cheating on you with. What? Oh, man. I have a feeling you're in a very serious relationship. Yes, I'm, I'm engaged. You weren't very serious about two weeks ago, were you? you? You fooled around on your boyfriend. Oh, my God. How could you possibly know that? Something terrible happened between you and your sister last year. God, what did yes. you do? She slept with my boyfriend. You're really skeptical about psychics, aren't you? Very. I'm only doing this for my girlfriend. Huh, I think you should really call her your fiancé. You already bought the ring, didn't you? I bought it yesterday. No way! Mm -hmm. How'd you know that? Your free reading will amaze you. Call now. Call 1-800-711-1448. I was 100% expecting her to say, but you cheated on her. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a line. Why am I going to call this psychic line? I was like, thinking the same it's, thing. It's like the cheating line. And What the fuck? Hey, I'm like, just, I'll just tell you that you cheated on someone. Yeah. Oh, man, you caught me red-handed. Uh, how much is this call again? Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, you really love that girl, don't you? Yeah, she's the love of my life. I really could see us settling. Then why'd you fuck another woman? <laughs> oh, God, you got me. <laughs> oh, you're, you, you're good. You want I do it? <laughs> Hi, um, I just want to know if I'll ever be lucky in love. You fucked somebody else. <laughs> we were friends plus. Yeah, I just wanted to find out, you know, I don't know. What are my kids going to be like when they grow up? Mm. Why'd you fuck that other dude? <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Your kids are going to ask you that one day <laughs> and you're not going to have an answer. You better start working on it now. Ring, ring. Uh Hey, um, hi, psychics. Yeah, hey, what's I'm, up? I am a psychic. Um, look, Only the I, best psychics will tell you that. Look, I don't trust psychics. Oh, yeah? You are right well, how to come do you so? get fucked by somebody right now? Oh, good ropes. <laughs> you just... I was edging this whole time. And you just <laughs> pushed me over. Well, see you later. See you in two dollars. See you in four months. That's my cycle. Um, yeah, that is that is unbelievable. That 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 was I a don't, real commercial. I guess. Why? I understand wanting to be loved. Boy, do I understand that. But sure. I, the commercial that just shows me. Everything horrible that you ever thought about yourself or your partner is true. Everyone is cheating on everyone else. Yeah. Hey, you bought her that ring. And then you shoved him immediately up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that? Oh, maybe so you could have sex with her sister. <laughs> I can't believe you what? know that. Why would... Wait, hold on. Ring, ring. <laughs> Hi, yeah, I'm hey, the, I, I am the why? guy in this hypothetical situation who <laughs> shoved a why? ring up his butt. Why would you shove the ring up your butt to have sex with your sister? Oh, it's the only way I could come. Fair enough. It makes it more satisfying. It feels like she's a part of it. When, yeah, it when feels I like ring up my butt. It feels like you know, like a, you know, a ring's a symbol of eternity. 
you know, relationship, commitment. Sphincter is a ring. Sphincter is a ring. Rings are rings. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello. <laughs> oh, I, I missed that. You're on cuck was- <laughs> talk. Let's get down to it. Okay, so we're And we're back. <laughs> there he is. There isn't much left in this third act. No, not not really. Uh, so Sarah grabs her and says, what are you? Uh, and she's like, I don't know. I need you to tell me. Yeah. Well, and this is when Madeline, I thought, was close to trying to seduce Sarah. I did feel like some sexual tension going on here. Yeah, but this then- felt like an episode of like, let's cut the bullshit. Yeah, Sarah almost immediately shuts it down. Mm-hmm. But but uh, Madeline is like, here is the facts. I'm sexy, and you're, you're not. You're a plain Jane uggo yes. that Billy Drago used to pork, but now he's got a new meat wagon <laughs> called yeah, Mike. Look Cha-cha. in the mirror; it'll help you understand. Oh God, me that... perfection, you imperfection. Yeah. Uh. That when they get the mirror, that was problematic for me. So she starts to threaten her. She's like, tell me what I want to know about myself and you can have Richard. Otherwise, he's mine. And I'm going to kill him. And yeah, I I just I wrote Sarah shuts it down and Madeline instantly turns into a villain. Yeah. Where like 10 seconds ago. I thought there was going to be some finger action, and now it's just her telling her how she's going to steal her boyfriend and kill him. Yeah, and she's she's explaining. She's like, "Your your boyfriend is already like into me." So yeah, because sorry, he's literally been, been into in me. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the psychic is like, "No, no, he's not like that." Yeah, he's and she's like, "No." Haven't you seen no. how not a villain he is? <laughs> Look at his face; it's so trustworthy. Yeah. So why don't you just grab me one more time so um, you get a psychic flash? You can and get then that figure psychic out how to kill me. <laughs> so we do. We finally see the death of old Malcolm Reinhardt. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we see that she is aging. That yeah. that Madeline is is starting to age. So she cuts off a piece of her hair and puts it in her mouth. And then she embraces Malcolm. And as she's embracing him, uh, she starts to pull a thread of like her hair, it is long, out of her mouth and starts to spin a cocoon around him. This part. Around the two of them. Yes. This part left me with so many questions. Number one, at one point, she's not even touching the the rope anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, rope is being thrown everywhere in this episode. There There is this moment where. It's just the rope is coming out of Madeline's mouth, but her hands are on him. And I'm like, did she just put it in his butthole? And it goes from there. Like, yeah. because now it just looks like it someone. It looks like it has a mind of its own at some point. Right? Exactly. Like, maybe like, that's it. Yeah. Like it's a can of silly string. Yep. That's just. Yeah. At the end, I just wrote it was the attack of the cheap Halloween decorations because that's kind of what it looks like is this is someone spraying their feet with, with silly string. And uh, then she, Madeline, is in a cocoon. Yep. And she busts her way out. And, and she's she young hot. again. And then hot someone cha-cha. just pushes a withered husk of a human being out. And we see a rictus grin. And that's. Sarah sees back. this. 
realizes like, oh shit, okay. And she gets surgical scissors and just starts cutting cutting her. off her hair. Yeah. I loved this part. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I love that she goes, you can go to hell and then starts cutting her hair. Like I, I I'm glad that that I am balding so that someone can never say that to me again when they're cutting my hair. Then Sarah cuts off her hair and it's back in their apartment. Right. So do they live together? That's what I thought. Yeah. It's it's really hard to tell. It was the only other room that they had in this office building. <laughs> Billy Drago walks in and she's she knows because in one of the flashes she got to see like them being intimate. Not not yet. Not yet. Oh yeah, you know she has to touch him. She has to touch him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, She is explaining that she has figured everything out though about uh, about Madeline. She's like she is basically like Samson. The power comes from her hair. hair. She has to do this cocoon thing once every lifetime. She takes money from rich men. Uh, That's why she picks the rich men because uh, that's the money she uses throughout her lifetime. Mm -hmm. And he is like. He's being super weird about it. He's like, wait, what did you do to her? Is she okay? And then that's when she touches him. That's when she touches him. And she sees them doing the deed. Yeah, the affair. And she says, well, go see for yourself. See the fox for yourself. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. So now he goes back to the the dark and stormy hotel room. Mm -hmm. Or the hospital room. And she's an old crow. Oh, no. And she, but she has some hair left. She does have some hair left, but she doesn't know that she needs to eat her hair and kill this guy. Well, yeah. Oh, that's why she didn't do it. Okay, I was wondering that. Yeah. So I like that she corners him, and he looks terrified. And I just wrote, "He has no weapons except for his size, superior strength, and police training." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. So I think he's just going to back up to the door. Yep. He's just going to slink out the door. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, and she's she's crying. Help me! Uh, yeah, he don't exits, leave me. And then she just starts crying. He's back at his house. Uh, Sarah sees him come through. Sarah starts acting the weirdest she's acted. Yeah, and she's, she's not like, mad at him, hey, baby. I'm not mad. Don't worry about it. You want to have sex with other people? I don't care. Just come give me a hug, baby. You know what? I you. think you're right. Yeah, let me hold you. An opportunity like this only comes once in a lifetime. You'll see that pile of hair and bank accounts over there. <laughs> Don't the worry about table. that. Don't even worry nothing, about su- it. nothing suspicious about that at all. I definitely didn't down a quarter inch of hair <laughs> before you came in here. So no. She embraces him. Starts pulling a spool of yarn out of her mouth. Uh, and it, now she's gonna be the spider lady. Oh no! Credits. And that's the episode. Yeah, I mean, at least this one wasn't racist, right? <laughs> well, let's go to the writer's room. Um, I think there is a lot of just straight-up clarity that needs to happen in this episode for it to work a little bit better. And honestly, I, I'm not sure that both Billy Drago and Sarah are necessary. I think one or the other could have well, I don't survived. mind the. Like, I don't the mind him. 
I didn't either. cheating on her. I think their relationship needs to be established a little bit more. Like, the, yes. I don't know why they're friends with benefits unless it's some effort to make him look like not like slightly less of a piece of shit. But he's clearly a piece mm. of shit anyway. He is clearly a piece of shit. Right. Like, w- let why them did, be married or something. Why did we have to make it so complicated? Right. Have the hospital hire the PI who also has a psychic wife. Right. Like they're married. He's like, I do the police work, but she has a gift. Mm-hmm. Conversation over. Right. Done. Like you, we don't need. That is just like, you're our last hope. Nobody thought we should hire you, but we don't know who this woman is. She has amnesia. She has nothing. We need your help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're our last straw. Okay. Cool. Then you could kind of keep everything the same. Mm-hmm. But like then you could get him involved like I got a name. It's Malcolm. It's Malcolm Reinhardt. Okay, I'll do the research. I'll find out about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What who the fuck and let her be in the coma longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it jumped to it. It jumped to Sarah shaving all of her hair, like cutting all of her hair off, really quickly. Really quickly. And and let the let the let them try to figure out a lot in the dark. And then maybe there's a double cross in the end. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like there there could have been so much more playing with her still being Madeline still being in the coma. Yeah. Sarah kind of getting half of the picture, the husband doing the actual work to figure out like all these men have gone missing. Who is this woman? Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe I don't know. I mean, maybe the more contact that Sarah has with her, the more Sarah transfers to or the more Madeline transfers to Sarah. Mm. Either th- yeah, I don't, I don't. That would have worked, or if it was like a siren song type of thing, where she was kind of a Black Widow esque, mm-hmm. you know, like I. Uh, the episode it, it just kind another, of happened. It needed some polish. It yeah, it, it, it it was it was another middling episode. Yeah, it just kind of happened. I'm not angry at the episode. I I liked it actually, mm-hmm. but. I, I wanted more def- clear definitions of the relationships, and I would have loved it to be more of a detective piece yeah. rather than a everything kind of gets served up on a silver platter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, what a fantastic love scene. <laughs> yeah, at least we got that full act of uh, the bone zone. Yeah. I mean, teenage me, if he saw this episode, was very grateful. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Friend plus is monsters. <laughs> I should stop talking. Jen, give us a scale. Uh, how many crimped cocoons would you give this episode? Give it five. Five and a half crimped cocoons. Give it six. Yeah, it's a good episode. It's not great. It's um, a fine episode, yeah. And yeah, I have no real... I'm, I got nothing else. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter, T from the Dark Side at gmail.com if that's how you like to do. 
Thank you for listening to the show. Thanks for giving us a chance. Um, we really appreciate it, and we appreciate you. Um, guys, did I forget anything? Try to, Try to enjoy, enjoy the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. All right. See ya. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time. Try to enjoy the daylight.